Hey everyone! Welcome to Sundowners, an audio diary of stories, struggles, and lessons learned while living on a sailboat in the Caribbean. My name is Megan. And I'm Travis, and we're thrilled to have you along for the sail. What is up, everybody? We are coming at you from inside our boat during the Sundowners. Unfortunately, it has been really super windy here in the Anchorage, so the cockpit is really loud. Um, So now we are just down below our boat in our saloon, which is basically like the living room in a boat. But it's kind of like a dining room as well. Yeah, that's true. We have two couches, two tables. So the beauty of a boat is they just take everything in a house and just compact it. Yes. And then they rename everything. So like True. the kitchen is the galley and the living room is the saloon or the salon. We've heard it both ways. Yeah, I'm going with saloon. Yeah, I was actually researching it before this podcast because I didn't want to sound a little silly on here saying the wrong name. And it sounds like there's a division amongst sailors about actually how you say it. And they say that the newer, more modern sailors say salon because they want to avoid confusing it with a bar found in the Old West. You better believe I'm going to be in the Old West ordering me a beer rather than (laughs) sitting in a place where I get my hair did. Exactly. And that's the thing is that they say the old salts and like the salty sailors say saloon because they don't want it to be confused with that they're at a salon. Yeah. Getting their hair or nails done. Yeah. Can't be getting a pedicure and manicure (laughs) in your salon. Yeah. I'm team saloon. What about you? I think saloon just because we have to be on the same page in our marriage. Ah, You're such a good one. I'm glad I married you. (laughs) But anyways, uh, we're still here to catch you guys up on our past week. Um, We have spent the past week in Dominica and We always say we have so much going on, but this is a really special week. Um, We met some really wonderful people that we can't wait to tell you guys more about. Yeah. So we went to a cruiser's barbecue Mm -hmm. and it was epic. It was awesome. So in Dominica, in the specific bay, there's something called Pays. And I think we maybe told you guys about this. Portsmouth Association of Yacht Services. Yes. And they have a cruiser's barbecue every Sunday and Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't remember the cost of it, but basically you just pay this fee and it's all-inclusive, all-you-can-eat and drink, and they have live music, and we had never gone to one before, but it sounded like an awesome thing. And the funds go to keeping the anchorage safe and disposing of garbage and things like that. Um, So we went, and it was a blast. It was so much fun. I'm pretty sure every boat in the bay was there. Yeah. We ate, we got stuffed, we had a couple of drinks, danced the night away. Yep. It was awesome. It was really fun. Um, It was really cool to kind of see people that we had seen in town that we hadn't gotten a chance to talk to. We had seen some, uh, got to meet some boats that had been kind of in the same anchorages as us both last season and this season that we got to talk to. Um, And then we met some friends. Yes, we absolutely did. We met a Swiss couple, Mm -hmm. Leah. Leah. Leah and Mark. Mm -hmm. And... They are awesome. They are awesome. So it's so funny, too, because we saw them across the room. (laughs) There was probably, what, 100 people, you think, at this Cruiser's Barbecue? Maybe shy of that, but it's close. So there's a lot of people. There's a lot of dancing going on. And we see them across the room. And we got so excited because we're like, young people. Young people. And we don't say that in a derogatory way at all. But 
most of the people that we meet out here are older than us, especially in the Eastern Caribbean. Um, and so we get really excited when we see people around our age because we just have more in common. We like to do more similar hikes and, you know, things like that. So we saw young people were like, oh, my gosh, young people. And then it's always a guess if they speak English. Right. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, they did. The majority of younger people out here are French. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, the French culture is big on sailing. So, usually when you meet a younger couple, they're French. And we don't have a good time communicating. It's hard to communicate. A lot of French don't know English. We don't know French. So, it always makes it more challenging. Right. But to, t- to take a step back before you offend any of our older listeners, Big shout out to you guys because it's hard being out here. Oh, absolutely. I envy anybody who's older than us out here because it's challenging for us a lot of the time. Oh my gosh, it's so challenging. I mean, I think a huge hats off to anyone that's out here because it is really tough, especially if you're, yeah, I mean, even myself, I'm struggling all the time. Yeah. So back, we met a Swiss couple. Yes, we met a Swiss couple. Um, We walked up to them and just were like, hey. Where are you guys from? (laughs) Well, first, she walked up and offered you a cup of water. Yeah, this was actually funny. So I was sitting down at, they have just like picnic tables, basically. And I was eating and talking to another group of people. And she tapped me on the shoulder. And I was sitting like right next to where you get your food and drink. And she tapped me on the shoulder. And she's like, excuse me. And then hands me a cup of water. And I look at her and I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, should I be offended? She knew you had too many <laughs> rum punches. I hadn't even <laughs> Yeah, yet. that's true. So that's what was the funny part. And so I was really confused. And then she kind of points at the bartender. And he goes, oh, yeah, you asked for water, right? And I had not. But I think really he got me confused probably yeah. with somebody else. Um, and I was like, oh, sure. So I wasn't going to say no to a glass of water. So he, the bartender was trying to be nice and remember that I asked for water or who he thought I was asked for water. And then she was the middleman. And it just happened so quickly and it was so loud. So we saw young people and I was excited. And also I was like, oh, I hope I wasn't rude because I was kind of confused. So my face looked a little bit maybe (laughs) confused. You got that face. (laughs) I do sometimes. So we wanted to go up and talk to them and be friends. And also I wanted to make sure that she didn't think I was being rude to her. I was just confused about the situation. And they turned out to be awesome. They had bought their boat and just sent it across the Atlantic. I know. They made landfall in Martinique? In Martinique, yeah. Yeah. And they crossed in 17 days? 19 or something like that. They flew across. Yeah, but they had to hand steer for the first seven days. Yeah, wild. They are awesome. Like, I was hearing their story. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys. And they're like, yeah, we just did it. Yeah, (laughs) just the two of them as well. Like, no crew, just the two of them. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wildly impressed. Yep. But anyways, we have a we had a car reserved for the next day, mm-hmm. so we were just like, hey, we're going to go to Trafalgar Falls. You know, it's a cool place down by Russo. Do you guys want to jump in with us? And they're like, yes, absolutely. They were so honored for us to invite them on our journey. But for us, it's like, ah, anybody, absolutely. Let's do this together. Let's go have some fun. Yep. We're always the more the merrier. So we were so excited that they trusted us enough to get in a car with strangers and go explore Dominica. Yeah, no kidding. And we just had so much fun. We spent the day driving around the island. We went to Trafalgar Falls, which I kind of felt bad because if I don't even know how to explain Trafalgar Falls, basically it's this massive, like 150 foot waterfall. And then on the side of it, there's this hot waterfall that just comes out of the rock and Mm -hmm. it's stunning. But to get to it is super sketchy. And we did that in 2018. Mm -hmm. But of course, 2018, I didn't remember what the route was to get there. And we're bouldering these rocks. We're walking like chest deep through these uh, it was crazy. Like, it was so slippery. It was raining for part of it. It was so 
bad. I could yeah. tell that they were both like, what did we get ourselves into? Right. And nobody else was climbing up there. The way that the attraction is set up is that you walk to a viewpoint and there's this concrete patio where you can stop and take pictures because there's a couple of other waterfalls in the area that well, you can take photos. there's two that you can see from there that mm-hmm. are massive. Yeah. So it's like a viewpoint where you can take photos and then you walk down and you literally just start walking into the creek bed. Yeah. And then once you get up high enough, then you can see the third waterfall, I guess. That's the hot waterfall. So it's not like you just, you know, you go to the waterfall and everyone's in the waterfall and you walk up like, we're a ways away from the masses amounts of people. Yeah. So they're like, are you sure we can climb up here? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we've done this before. And of course, Travis is just like mountain goading up the side of this <laughs> wet waterfall, slippery waterfall. And I felt bad because we did tell them we were going on hiking on a hike so they brought hiking shoes and then they brought flip-flops and we're in Chaco so we were in like hiking Chaco's for the win <laughs> we were in like hiking sandals that at least strapped like we could strap our feet in and you so. can get them wet you get them muddy doesn't matter yeah. yeah and so they were in their flip-flops that they were like sliding out of and I was like man I would probably be grumpy if I didn't know that this was going to be super cool at the end yeah no kidding <laughs> but yeah and then we got to a point where we literally couldn't pass it it was like the water was running too rough mm-hmm. the boulders were too big yeah. the rocks were too slippery mm-hmm. and like I couldn't even as a billy goat <laughs> I could not get past this obstacle and I was like man how did we do this before so then we we backtracked we started to back go back down a little bit and I remember there was like a, a little trail off to the side mm-hmm. and we found that trail that was way easier. If we would have just, way easier, yeah. if we would have just found the trail from the get go, it wouldn't yeah. have been sketchy, but it would have been a less cool story. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> they were like halfway up, just like looking around, and they're probably just like this crazy American. Like, yeah. what is Travis doing, leading us up the side of the mountain where nobody's at? Like, it was crazy. But even the trail was not really like no. a trail. No, I mean it's it's sketchy no matter which way you get up there. But when yeah. you get up there, man, it is unreal it was so cool i don't know if it's like the iron or i don't know what it is about the hot water but like the whole side of Mm -hmm. the the rock is all orange and Mm -hmm. the water coming out of it we put my watch in it what was the temperature 104 105 something like that 104 Mm -hmm. 104 degrees fahrenheit Mm -hmm. is the water that's just coming out of this rock and there's like a little natural pool at the bottom of it and then it just just combines into the cold waterfall so there's like a section where you can sit in like a pool Mm -hmm. and you're like half in the hot water half in the cold water it was awesome it was so cool yeah we loved it it's so funny because it was a little bit too warm in the hot waterfall so you sit under the hot water for a while and you feel like you're in a spa sit under the waterfall it's like pounding on your shoulders and then you're like okay i'm sweating and then you go jump in the cold waterfall it is such a cool experience so we love that place it is so freaking cool yeah so then we hiked down which was better because we hiked down the trail right? and found our way out. And then we got back in the rental car and we thought about doing a few more hikes, but they were quite a ways in and it was pretty rainy. So we ended up just going back into the main town of Russo. Russo. Yeah. And kind of walked around like where the cruise ship comes in and some of the little local shops. And then we found a cool little restaurant, had dinner. What was that place called? Like the Sandbar or something like that? The Beach Bar? The Beach Bar. It was literally on the second story of this building. And it was like you're on a beach. Like the whole floor of it was sand. There's like little swings up there. You're sitting at like little picnic tables. It was so freaking cool. And it overlooks the water. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was cool. That was really neat. That was well set up. Yeah, it was really fun. And we had a great time getting to know Leah and Mark they are awesome people and it was so fun because like they had so many questions about what it's like 
to live in America. And we had so many questions about what it's like to live in Switzerland. I personally have never met anybody from Switzerland before. So we were like showing each other like our childhood houses and what we grew up at, like with. And, you know, they asked kind of what car, kind of cars we drive. And it was just really fun to really learn about each other's cultures. I never felt I never felt more American than when Mark was asking me questions and he asked what I drove and I said an F-150 and he goes, of course you drive an F-150. Of course you drive a truck, you Americans. I thought that was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. In some ways we were very stereotypical. Like they were asking about our house, our rental house and I was just showing them the, the Airbnb listing and they were like, wow, that fridge is so American. Yeah. Some, and I was like, what? Yeah, and they said, oh yeah. yeah, like in, you know, in Switzerland we don't have big fridges like that and so I just had no idea that that was yeah that was that was unique that was the so... fridge was the one thing I wasn't expecting to get called out from our house yeah <laughs> yeah but it was really fun like you know we had really good conversations oh, learned about yeah. like the differences in our education system and healthcare and you know workforce and unemployment like everything so it was really really fun to learn so much about a different country yeah absolutely and they were awesome very inquisitive and fun to be around so mm-hmm. great thank people. you for that great people great to meet you guys i'm sad that we're not together still i know they're going south we're going north so i'm very sad we didn't get to hang out more but it was an awesome day yeah but that's the beauty of being out here you get to meet people like that and they mm-hmm. hold a little piece of your heart and you just Move on. I know. I know. Maybe we'll see them in Switzerland or maybe I, they'll come to Utah. I hope so. <laughs> so, yeah, then we drove back that night, back up to Portsmouth, spent the night on our boat, mm-hmm. and then got up the next morning, and then we drove to the windward side of the island mm-hmm. and went to this place called Red Rocks, which literally reminds me of southern Utah. Mm-hmm. It was like being back at home. Would you yeah. agree? Oh, absolutely. Except for it's on a cliffside overlooking the ocean. Yeah, but I mean, minus the ocean, absolutely back in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just these rolling red hills. It was so crazy that that's what they have on the windward side of Dominica. I would mm-hmm. have never pictured that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from the parking lot, you just kind of walk down this, I mean, path. It's overgrown with shrubbery it's and trees. It's almost like a jungle. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you pop out of this clearing, and it's just bright red rocks in all directions as far as you can see. It's Really cool. And so. it's, yeah, it's crazy because if you look down the coastline as well, mm-hmm. like anywhere the rock is exposed, it's pretty red. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I mean, it is pretty specific to that one area, but it is like a couple more cliffs down the coastline as well. Yeah. So that was super neat. Like, yeah. That was so fun. Did a couple of little photo shoots there, explored that, checked it out. So fun checking that out. Yep. So beautiful. And then from there, uh, just down the road was a chocolate factory, which we had heard great reviews about and so we drive down to the chocolate factory we get there and it just appears to be a small house that's selling chocolate bars that has yeah that has literally a little sign that says chocolate factory on the front and they're selling chocolate bars and we're like I guess this is it. To be fair, if you read the reviews, it's like hit and miss. It's like yeah. one star, five star, one star, five star. They didn't care about me. I took a tour of the whole facility. It was crazy to see the process from start to finish. Like, I guess we got the one star. <laughs> we got the one star review. I know. We tried to be optimists. We're like, oh, man, that can't happen to us. You yeah. Know? But to be fair, I will give them five stars on their chocolate. Chocolate is so good. They let you sample, like, how many chocolate bars did you think they had? Like, maybe a dozen or more? Two dozen? Yeah. I was going to say, like, 20. So, 20. We sampled as many as we wanted, and mm-hmm. then we bought a handful of them. 
but man, they had a spice chocolate. It was so freaking good. I've never had a spice dark chocolate before, yeah. but if you've had one, let me know where you found it because <laughs> I might have to go back to Dominica to get one of these again. Yeah, it was really good. They had so many unique flavors like lemongrass chocolate and I don't know. It was really good. But yeah, we walked up and this woman comes out and we're like, hi, is this a chocolate factory? She's like, yep. And we're like, okay, well, we've never been here before, so what do we do? (laughs) And then she just walked us over to this table, and she's like, here's all the flavors. Let me know what you want to try, and then let me know what you want to buy. And we're like, okay. (laughs) Okay, so we tried most of them. And then we bought a few, and then we left. (laughs) Yeah, they were all good. I wish we would have got more of a tour and been able to check out like how the Mm -hmm. chocolate is processed and the whole rundown, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't know if we needed to like reserve it or what, but, I mean, it was a quick stop, but got lots of chocolate, which I love. Yeah. And then we just continued to explore the windward side of the island. I mean, that mm. windward side of Dominica is so freaking Ugh, pretty. The little beautiful. towns that you drive through, mm-hmm. it's so neat. We went and had lunch at this. It was like kind of like a fast food Dominican style. They yeah. had this like chicken in like a heater, like uh-huh. a display heater. And we go, we like order some chicken, two, two pieces of chicken. Yep. And she's like, oh, do you want a salad? And we're like, yeah, sure. And then what did we get? Like a side of fries. A side French of fries. fries. Mm-hmm. And then she comes out, and it's like full plates of food. Like yeah. it was chicken, like a full legit salad, a whole basket of fries. Like Salad was so good. It actually so was. Fresh. I don't know what kind of dressing was on it, but it was tasty. Yeah. And we just had this one little tiny hut right on the beach. It was the <laughs> only table they had with like a little thatch roof on it mm-hmm. overlooking the ocean. That was so neat and so special. Yeah, that was a nice surprise because we were hungry, but we had other things on our to-do list, so we didn't really want to stop and have like a whole sit-down down rigmarole so we're like oh this will be easy we'll just grab a couple pieces of fried chicken and then she did say they had fries which i love french fries i never say no so i was like absolutely and then yeah and then the salad and then it was you know she plated it all beautifully and warmed everything oh my gosh so it was nice it was so good and then we found do you know how to say the name of that falls i don't know how to say it it was bwa neff falls sounds right and i don't know how to say b bawa bawa Bowenet Falls? I'm not trying because <laughs> I don't want to sound silly like you. <laughs> it was actually kind of hard to find it where if you are going to Dominica, look at the sites that talk about the falls because when you pin it on Google Maps, it takes you way out yeah. of the way. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the fall, like a little trailhead, and you park the car and you start hiking in. We found this random pair of shoes that was just like alongside the trail and we're the only car there. Like yep. We're in the middle of nowhere and we're like... Well, this is kind of sketchy. <laughs> We're like, well, okay. So then we kept walking up the trail, and then we meet this nice gentleman who says that this is his property. His mom willed it to him. They have mm-hmm. 10 acres. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, cool, okay. And then we just, like, chat with him for a little bit. And then he's like, yeah, the falls are up there. Like, there's a big rock at the top. Don't be <laughs> don't be worried. It's going to fall on you. And it's like, there's a canyon. And there's literally a massive boulder that's just perfectly wedged between the canyon. It does look like it can fall on you at any minute. Yeah. And, but there's just, I mean, it's not a huge waterfall, waterfall, but maybe 40 feet, 50 Mm -hmm. feet. Yeah, probably 50. And it just falls perfectly between these two rock canyons. You walk like out of the jungle into these canyons and the Mm -hmm. water is flowing through it. I mean, that was so gorgeous. It was so pretty. Yeah. It's kind of like a slot canyon. Like it's a very narrow canyon and it opens up right where the water comes down. But then when you look at the top of the waterfall, it's like, again, very close. So it looks like, yeah, that rock's going to fall on you. It looks so tight and narrow and then just a beautiful waterfall. Yeah. He was like, you're welcome to take a shower 
shower in there. It's fresh water. You can drink it if you want. I'm like, oh, wow. But it was kind of later in the day. So the sun had already dipped down and we were very cold. I so. did a little rinse. Don't talk for yourself. I did a little you rinse. You did do a little hair fresh rinse. Wa- yeah, fresh water. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting my hair in some fresh water. It's so yeah. salty all the time. But we did have our swimsuits on because we were going to swim. But then it was kind of like overcast, rainy day. And then I was like, it's too cold. I'm not getting in. But it was very beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so... I can't even. I wish I could show you guys what it looked like because you can look to your right and it's just this lush jungle. Look to your left; it's this beautiful waterfall. Ugh. It's just you're surrounded by the Slot Canyon. So so stunning. Yeah, it was and, gorgeous. Yeah, and then on our way back out, we ran into them again. He was there with his wife, and we just started chatting with them. Mm-hmm. They and grow- they were working. That's what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they were just in the jungle. Yeah, they. When we first saw him, he had like a bag of. Turnips. turnips on his head like he was Massive. carrying up and down like putting in burlap sacks so they were off to the side of the trail like working yeah mm-hmm. yeah so they were harvesting turnips and cabbage was it it was like another mm-hmm. some kind of vegetable yeah i think cabbage but we just started chatting with them and they were the most kind loving warm couple i've ever met in my life probably in their late 60s yeah probably dude mm-hmm. was jacked oh my yeah he <laughs> He had zero body fat on him. His pecs were bigger than my pecs have ever been. The dude yeah. was jacked. <laughs> he was I was jacked. envious of this guy. <laughs> but I mean, it's true. Just like a dude that has just worked the land his whole life. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. so humble and kind. And told us again, like the whole story. His mom bought this property, this 10 acres, 80 years ago. It's been in the family the whole time. She willed it to them, to him. Mm-hmm. They raised their kids there. It was just such a cool little experience. Yeah. And then, you know, we started talking about where we're from and what we're doing in the area. And they seem to know a lot about the states. We told them we were from Utah. They're like, oh, lots of snow there. There's so much snow. We're like, well, we're happy to be here. And they're like, we're happy you're here. And like we talked about kind of on our last podcast, I mean, people in Dominica are truly, truly so kind. Just honestly so happy that you're there and you're visiting their country and they love to show it off and they're very proud of it. Absolutely. So we started chatting with them on the trail for a little while and the sun starts to set and then finally Travis just goes, well, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, well, we're going to walk home. And he said, well, we have a rental car. Can we give you a ride? And at first they were kind of like, no, no, it's not it's not far. We can walk. And Travis is like, well, we're all on our way out of the canyon right now. Like, let us give you a ride home. Right. And so then finally, you know, they were like, oh, yes, please. That would be so nice. So they let us give them a ride home. And on the way out, they were telling us they got us some fresh bananas. Mm -hmm. They got us some fresh lemongrass. They taught us how to, like, boil the lemongrass and make tea out of it. Mm -hmm. They were talking about the the benefits of the lemongrass and all the other things that they grow there in Dominica. They were telling us about their, what they call them? Like the medicines that they had, like through COVID, uh, they had a term for it. Yeah, I can't remember. They had like a like from the earth, like earth medicine, or like yeah, they had like a special term for like the medicines that they grow and like their natural remedies. And they said that they had things that they would concoct for COVID and all the sicknesses, and it was just such a cool experience. They talked to, talked about how everybody came together when. Hurricane Maria went through mm-hmm. and Hurricane Maria hit them like super hard in 2017. They mm-hmm. talked about how they came together and a lot of the utilities for the cities were out. So people would go up to that waterfall and get water for their families. And then they talked about COVID, how everyone would come together for COVID. Just it was just such a heartwarming, fun experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were really nice. And then um, while we're driving, all of a sudden they're like, oh, can you stop here? 
you know, and then the gentleman, Edwin, yeah. starts to get out of the car. And we're like, oh, like we're on the side of the road. We're like, no, no, like we can take you all the way to your house. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go through our um, our garden yeah. and get you guys some fresh coconut. Yeah. And we're like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just I'll, just, I'll be just a minute. I'll meet you at the house. So then we drove with Victoria the rest of the way to their house to drop her off. And when we got there, he had met us there. And she, uh, Victoria invited us up. Edwin was in the front garden area. And he had picked us two fresh coconuts from their trees. Yeah. And he had a machete. And he husked it for us yeah. and opened it up and gave us fresh coconut water to drink. And in their garden or in their front yard, uh, Victoria had this flower garden and we just started stunning. So beautiful. So many different kinds of flowers, so <sighs> many different kinds of plants. It was gorgeous. Yeah. So she was very excited to to tell us about those. I told her that my mom loves gardening too. So I was yeah. like, I need to take a photo and send, send it to my mom. She's like, oh, your mom would love this island. And I don't know. It was really cool. We were just talking about how much we love Dominica, how beautiful it is. And, you know, they were talking about how they grow everything there and then this was this really resonated with me when victoria was like yeah we we have everything but money yeah and you know and then travis was like well you're rich in other ways she's like yes we are we're rich in love and we're rich in kindness and all this stuff so it was really um just kind of eye-opening to see that way of life and also how they view themselves yeah. you know in their country because i've heard this i don't know if it's true or not but i've heard that dominica is the most poor island in the caribbean mm-hmm. and it's sandwiched between guadalupe and martinique which are both french islands which have bustling economies mm-hmm. so it, it is got to be challenging for them to see the difference in economical state of their country mm-hmm. and financial state of their country compared to the two french islands that are just north and south of them absolutely so yeah. it mm-hmm. would be but i mean that island is so rich and loving mm-hmm. and caring in so many ways it's my favorite island in the caribbean i'll stand by that oh yeah and then that experience with them just in their garden we're drinking fresh coconut and they gave us another one to take home with us yeah um and you know they're just asking about like what our plans are and we told them you know maybe we want to have kids in the somewhat near future and first thing she said are you guys married <laughs> i said yes we are <laughs> yeah she was very excited about that and then you know they've raised four kids and you know, she was just giving us some advice about how to raise good kids and that, like, the world just really needs good people in yeah. it. And she's like, uh, you know, you just need to raise lights in the world and just be one yourself and just really be kind to other people. And it was just so – I just loved it. I just loved her perspective on life, and it was really inspiring. Yeah, it was so inspiring, and they were just so amazing. Ah. I mm-hmm. love them so much. Yeah. And what color was their house? Pink. Yeah, their house was bright pink. <laughs> it was so pretty. They were so awesome. Uh, just very kind people. And again, it's just like I love to take a step back outside of the sailing world and just think about like what if we were in the U.S.? What if we met somebody traveling to the U.S. from a different country? Would we just invite them to our house and just be like, come over here and let me give you all this fresh stuff and let me tell you know what I mean? Probably yeah, not. Probably not. Like they don't know us at all. Yeah. You know, and they just welcomed them, us into their home and gave us all these things. And, you know, I don't know. It was just a really, really great experience. Yeah. It was so, so mm-hmm. good. And then we went to pools. cold sulfur. Boiling cold Cold boiling sulfur. Yeah, I don't know what that... Yeah. I thought that's what they were called. I thought they were just called cold sulfur. You're probably right. I don't know. But there's these boiling pools that you think when... Every time I've seen boiling water in the States, it's always hot. Yeah. 
these things are just ice cold. It's the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. But it just, it smells sulfury. It smells like a hot spring. It looks like a hot spring. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a hot spring. Yeah. You dip your toes in. Yeah. You're like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. But it's crazy because you can walk around this area and it's just like gurgling everywhere. Yeah. The sounds, the, the ground's hissing. There's gurgling. There's boiling pots everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's very unique. Yeah. What a unique place that was. <laughs> very unique it definitely smelled like sulfur yeah it was but it was kind of cool to see kind of like yellowstoney minus the warm part of it and the bison and the bison <laughs> yeah and then like shooting up geysers but like basically the bubbling on the ground you know kind of the sulfur smell the yeah. changing of the rock colors that kind of thing so absolutely yeah, it's really fun but that was our car rental day yeah. and then we got back to the boat and we had planned on spending at least one maybe two more days in dominica um but then we got back and started looking at the weather and there was this massive cold front so we decided to leave the yeah. next day <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we wanted to do indian river because it's like one of the main yeah. things we do in portsmouth and we've been there two times and we were there in 2018 and we were there this time and it just rained and mm-hmm. rained and rained and rained and rained it was yeah. miserable yeah so yeah so we got all loaded up and getting ready to or got ready to head to the saints mm-hmm. yep we got to get out of Dodge before this uh, storm blew in. So we were like, we got to get moving. <laughs> yeah. So we'll tell you all about that later. Yeah. So <laughs> Leave that... a little cliffing. Yeah. <laughs> Big storms rolling through. We'll tell you about that next Will time. they make it to safety? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're embarrassing. Okay. Well, what is something that you learned this week? Oh, man. Something I learned this week would absolutely have to be always try to go out of your way to help somebody. Mm, like mm-hmm. if we wouldn't have offered that ride to Edwin and Victoria, mm-hmm. that whole day would have been different. Mm-hmm. And it was so it was so special and so fond in my heart to have that experience yeah. and to see how well they live off the land mm-hmm. and just how knowledgeable they are. Man, you could drop me in Dominica for three days, I'd die. Yeah. Like these people <laughs> live off that land yeah, and they're just so humble and hospitable and amazing and grateful and generous and I could not say enough nice things about the people of Dominica. So I agree. always go out of your way to try to help somebody else, mm-hmm. even if it's a complete stranger. I love that. Yeah. Good one. What about you? Um, I would say... I learned to just be curious about people. I feel like, you know, between meeting Leah and Mark from Switzerland and meeting Victoria and Edwin from Dominica, obviously very different walks of life, obviously very different walks of life than we're from in, you know, customs and experiences that we're used to. And I think it really pays a lot to learn about other people and what their life is like. Yeah. Um, I think often we have more in common with people than we think. Yeah. But I think you just pass somebody on the street and it's so easy to just kind of like, you know, it's just another person. Yeah. But really when you start talking to people, everybody has such a unique story and you really learn so much from talking to people. Um, so I would say just like being curious about people and just like really taking the time to listen and, and hear from other people. Love it. Love that. What a deep podcast this week. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. On other podcasts, we've been like, oh man, this girl was drifting out to sea or Caleb pooped in the bed. And this time we're like (laughs) really in our feels. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this We are. But thank you so much for joining us. We're always grateful for you to take your time and Mm -hmm. spend a little bit of it with us. Yeah. Hope you have a good night. See you guys later. Bye.